to the Ion Investments podcast today. We are going to be focusing on income in retirement. I'm Patrick Woodhouse, your host, and uh, of course, my gracious host, Rich. Rich Larabiola. And we're uh, Infinex Financial Advisors, and we're with Ion Investments. And the goal of these podcasts is to talk with real-life financial advisors. This makes our podcast really unique. You get to hear it from advisors that are actually working with clients day in and day out. And today, our topic is retirement income planning. Yeah, and I'm excited about this. This is a very popular topic. It's a very important topic as people start to prepare for for retirement. When When you're saving money, it's typically through your accumulation stage, right? When you're working. And then you get to that great stage that we all want to get to, which is retirement, where we don't have to work anymore. But hey, Rich, where do we get the money? Right, right. So that's uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. We have a great guest speaker with us today, one of our most tenured financial advisors here, uh, Mr. Christopher Curtis. He is a uh, CRC, which is Certified Retirement Counselor. Okay, thank you for that. Yeah. So he has a lot of background in income uh, planning in retirement, and we thought he would be a great added source today for our podcast. So, yeah. so Chris, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, thanks, Rich. Yeah. Again, my name is Christopher Curtis. I also work through Infinex through IN Investments. I have been doing this for about 15 years at this point. I have uh, over 300 households. I initially got my degree in business and economics out of Brown University Excellent. and transferred from one financial entity into this about 15 years ago. So, okay. so 15 years of experience, yes. a great background with the education, you know, so I think you can bring a lot to the table today. So we're excited. Chris is very, very experienced and he manages a lot of, a lot of folks. And I know from feedback, I mean, a lot of happy clients out there. So yeah. So today we're going to talk about retirement income planning. So I think the, the best way to start is Chris, where do you think when you're sitting down with a client and they're thinking about retirement, where does your where where do you start? Where does your head go when you're sitting with a client? What's your process? Uh, great question. Actually, for process, it really depends on the client in terms of age is probably the first factor you actually look at. So whether they're 45, 55, or just starting out uh, in their early 20s, everyone has a, a game plan to get there. So we've been told all our lives how to accumulate assets. So yep. the initial goal is how much money can we put away towards retirement? Because it's drilled into us, whether we have it in a bank, our 401k, our IRAs, we all want to feel comfortable that we have enough when we get to retirement that we can successfully live and not worry about running out of money. Right. So that's the number one. Yep. Number one, I think, right? I know that's my biggest fear, and I'm sure uh, my parents as well, right? Because uh, and, and it's important that I think when people retire, they want to continue the lifestyle they're used to, right? You don't want to go backwards, right? So how do we do that, right? If you're making a you know fifty thousand a year or forty thousand a year, whatever it is, and, and you get into retirement and suddenly it goes to twenty, well, that's going to be a lifestyle change. I mean, do we we don't want that to happen, right? No, so, it's going to be so. Um, that's by far the scariest part, right? Because when you get to that point, uh, the question I always pose immediately is, how much money do you need? to live very comfortably mm-hmm. in this scenario you are. And the answer is it's different for every person out there. Excellent. It's based on you know what kind of lifestyle I had prior to that. How much money do you have available for it? So all these things go into how we dictate how we're going to spend the money going in. Okay. Because the average withdrawal rate that we try to use safe, safely yeah, to pull out of your money okay. should be about 4% per year. Okay. So if you so- have... a uh, Whatever, hundred thousand yeah. dollars. That's not a lot of money to pull from. Yeah. So let's say, let's say I really do well, right? 
accumulated a million bucks or I got a million dollars. I think I'm the richest guy, but you know, this has, also has to what bring you what 30 years. I mean, what's the average, you know, life expectancy for retirement. It's gotta be 65, 75, say 20 years, 20, 25 years, right? A million bucks in itself is a lot of money. If that's all, if you had to live for one year, or if you had uh, 25 years, it's got to yeah, spread, yeah, right? Yeah. So you're saying on a million bucks, it's 4%. So it's $40,000, right? A year. Yeah. And, and that's it. And that also you have to take into taxes. And right. Oh, so point. that's 4% sure. before you pay Uncle Sam. So right. It's, uh, right. Wow. It, All right. it sounds like a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's where the uh, that's where the issue comes into place. That we really are trying to focus on how do we maximize how you spend that money. So you're not 85, 90 years old. You outlived your life expectancy. And you're like, all right, what am I going to do now? Yeah. Uh, we, we have to focus on every contingency to make sure that doesn't happen for you. And sometimes the news, you're not going to want to hear it. I mean, I think a lot of people don't, uh, I know I, my parents and such from a personal standpoint, I don't think they think of that. I think they're, they make their money, their income and they're comfortable. And then when they get there, it's like a, a magic elf will show up and say, Hey, this is how we do it. Uh, that's not what happens at all. Of course. And the more information, you know, ahead of time, I think, I think the better, the 4% well, the earlier you can plan for it, yeah. the better off you could be. So our focus here at our firm is to try to get them in as early as you can to set the stage. I call it retirement red zone. Okay. So really 55 should be the magic number latest, hopefully that people are saying, all right, I would like to retire at 65. 65 seems to be the magical number so, that we so are you use. saying like maybe like 10 years out yep. from when you, so if you want to retire at 60, say, you should be doing this at 50. Correct. Okay. Yep. Okay. Retirement red zone. You're 10 years before and 10 years after okay. that zone. retirement date. And again, it's a moving target. Sometimes during this COVID time, some people have never gone back to work. They have to retire three, four years early to anticipate. True. We, we just don't know all the variables. Of course. It, but yeah. we should try to guesstimate as best we can when we think we're going to retire and work towards that number. Excellent. So if it shifts, we should be able to shift along with it. I like that. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. So in retirement, if you're savory about, you know, lumps of money and then you're thinking about what do I do with it now? And you know, you have to manage a lot of risks and you're, you have the longevity risk where you're maybe stretching that money over three decades. You got to think about taxes, uh, healthcare costs, yes, and all these risks as an advisor, you, Chris, are thinking you're running these, these metrics through your brain, right? With a client. Yeah. Well, not a, do you have all those here? Because every one of those is correct. How about an added one that said, all right, I have a spouse to worry about. Right. Is the spouse the same age as me? Are they younger or older than me? That's a huge, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, not everybody's like the same age, right? There could be a 10-year difference in some spouses or more maybe, you know? So how do you take care of the loved ones, right? That's important. Yeah, because you also have to factor in Social Security. Right. So most people right. don't know when one of them passes, the smaller the two Social Securities passes with So this them. is almost like a, this is a process. It's not yeah. something you just do. So you're 10 years out, you're in the red zone, you start with the foundation, you start to figure out, okay, what do you... You know, what do you think you're going to need to live on? What's your what's your variables that you know, right? The set variables. So you got maybe you got a wife or some kids or, you know, so there's a lot to it. Right. So, yes. It's, okay. It's overwhelming sometimes. But if you take it piece by piece, it's not that complicated, but you have to follow a process and you got to execute it. And if you don't do it early enough, it just gets more and more difficult right? because so, you get back to that initial. So part. don't avoid it. Like, you know, even if you don't, if you, you know, you know, you got to do it, but it's not worth procrastinating about. It's something that you should just tackle right away. So you can kind of start to set the path. Okay. Yeah. So maybe let's, let's answer the big question. How do I create income or retirement? Maybe, 
maybe a little bit high level. How do I, my employer's giving me a paycheck. How do I get that? How do I, how do I create my own paycheck in retirement? What could, what well, my, my idea was just to have my wife keep working. But I guess that's not, <laughs> <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> it's a good game plan. <laughs> uh, yeah, seriousness. Yeah. So I take a couple things into play. So I try to bucket money out short-term, mid-term, long-term. With the long-term assets, you really want to make sure I like to at least set up something that acts like a pension. So I do like a pension like uh, option, whether it's a fixed annuity, a variable annuity, whatever version of that. Because I people like certainty. And if I could take a smaller part of your money and guarantee it to be a, a, a certain paycheck that you can't outlive, mm-hmm. that's very attractive to me for a portion guarantee. of the income. Okay, gotcha. Very important. Because everybody wants a pension. You know, back in the 80s and 90s, even the early 90s, Pensions were still a thing. Mm-hmm. 401k came in to kind of replace it to take the risk off of companies and throw it on you. Yeah. You know, it's funny about 401ks. They were actually initially created as an offset for highly paid executives to sort of get money tax deferred from their from the compensation. So it was never actually initially meant to be a, a you know, a main uh, retirement vehicle. You know, the pensions but, were. But it is now. It so. is now. So isn't that funny? Good okay. luck finding a pension these days. So if you have an opportunity to take some of your assets which is your 401k yeah. or IRAs, and then create a guaranteed income check from that. Yeah. Kind that's, of convert it into that. Yeah. Absolutely. And then still have another portion. I think liquidity is very important because okay. as we know, life happens. Right. And it's we always like to believe our, we're going to use 4000 a month every single month. Yeah, exactly. the roof leaks or the car breaks down. And you want to have some money to fix those. One gratification. There, okay. You so have a new grandchild. Right. Right. You know, we want to have every variable. Health is probably the biggest concern. I would say when I'm dealing with my clients uh, in retirement and such, health costs are the most, probably the most important part, I would say, because they're very expensive and they're only rising, right? I mean, I think there's statistics that you can look that will tell you how much they're going to go up each year, and it, it can be quite frightening, right? So you want College to- and healthcare is the <laughs> only thing that rise triple inflation at this point. Right, right. So, because if you really look uh, at charts, how income and expenses work after upon retirement. Generally, what happens is expenses slightly go up initially, mm-hmm. and it's more due to the fact that you're not paying into things like Social Security and your 401k and less gas, but you're doing more trips. You're doing more things to utilize the free time that you have. That changes right around 75. It starts dropping, but what happens in the biggest variable will be healthcare. Okay. Does long-term care come into play? Things of that These nature. types of things. Okay. Yeah. So that's a topic for another right. day. Right. Sure. But we'll, it is something you have to consider. We'll dive into that today too much. But that that is uh, very important. Yeah. Right. So uh, you might not be traveling so much when you're 80, but suddenly your health gets a little you know out of whack and, and your expenses might go that way. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So in, in retirement planning, they have the analogy of the, the three-legged stool. So one leg would be Social Security, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you need each of these three legs to, you know, sit down at least. Maybe four legs would be more appropriate. At least we definitely <laughs> three legs are better than two. But um, uh, Social Security planning. Uh, the other leg is investments and savings, and the third one is is a pension or mm-hmm. guaranteed income. And you, Chris, you address all three, right? Uh, Social Security planning, investment planning, and then you help create guarantees. Guaranteed income. Each and every time. Yeah. We actually have software here that optimizes how to use Social Security. Yeah. Number one question, you probably both get this, yep. is that, is Social Security going to be here? I'm going to take it as soon as I can because right. I'm take my piece. Yep. Government will write big checks, as we've seen in 2020 here. Yep. Um, so I'm not worried about Social Security being 
not here. So I definitely want to use that as a facet, but I want to show how to optimize it. But then I go into the pension piece and say, all right, how do I solve for expenses with what you have left? Right. How do I make sure you're not living in a cardboard box <laughs> right. by the side yeah, yeah, of the yeah, road? Yeah. Perfect. We, Perfect. we want to make sure and if the hard news is that you have to work an extra year, that's I'd rather bear that news than know that 85 you're out of money. Right. Right. And that's right. right. Nobody that's, nobody wants that. That's our responsibility to make sure that doesn't happen. Perfect. We've had real life success stories or with advisors uh sitting down with clients and maybe they could even retire earlier than expected. So I think it's definitely a yeah, value. Right? So it's not always a, a bad yeah. conversation. It actually could be a yeah. good one. You could be sitting there. Um, actually, I had a client recently. Uh, she was able to retire at uh, 60, or 59 actually, 59 years old. Um, a regular job, making regular money, like 35, 40,000 a year, nothing huge. But she has just kind of just saved, saved, saved and lived below her means. And she just got herself in a position where she thought she had to keep working. And then after we kind of went through it, I'm like, you do have the option where you know, that was a cool, yeah, that was a fun appointment, you know, but, um, but yes, yeah, so they're not always negative. That can be positive too, right? There's so. a lot of stories like that. Mm -hmm. I generally run into more often than not, it's widows actually are probably a larger percentage than you would think, but I've had a lot of, uh, women whose husband passed in the fifties mm -hmm. and they always controlled all the assets and did right. all the, did all of it. And they would come in in a panic to say, all right, this is what I got. Am I going to be okay? And the news that you could help them and A, give them education, tell them really where they're at, but manage it. And, you know, I had one who just retired this summer, July. I met her 10 years ago. I did an income annuity for her, helped her with the Social Security, when to take it at yeah. the right time. And she makes more now in retirement than she ever did when Is she Is that worked. right? Wow. And to have her teary-eyed and go yeah. through the process, it was Oh, that's a reward. Yeah, it was really feeling. Yeah, it was really. really helped somebody there, right? So yeah. that's uh, that's the power of doing it in advance too, right? You can start to put these things together. So it was terrific. Great. You brought in her her wow. daughters, so yeah. you get to know the whole family, you get mm -hmm. to know all yeah. about them, and that's and that all goes into that's all part of the retirement bubble, right? All mm -hmm. that is part of uh, why you need the income yep. to to kind of uh, to pay for yeah you know, yeah family and travel and, and expenses. So it's really, okay. why most people work. Yep. You, you know, most people do the means to end. Blessed people get to really enjoy their job at the same time. Right. And we always want to create, what is it called? A uh, work optional lifestyle. Oh, work optional. I want you to right? work, work because you yeah. want to, not right. because you have to. Right. Work because you want to, not because you have to. I love it. Work optional. Right. So I think we, I think we covered, you know, kind of just the mentality of uh, retirement planning and, and meeting with uh, an advisor and, yep. um, I, I think it's important probably to, uh, yeah, sit down with uh, with one of your financial advisors. Give us a call here at Ion Investments. Thanks for thanks for coming in, Chris, today. Um, and and I, I think, um, you know, we could really probably help uh, bring you to the final line and, and, and past it as you kind of go through retirement and stay in retirement. So yeah. you can't, you know, you can't keep the money. Uh, you need to spend it, right? That's what it's for. If you saved it and it's there, let's use it. Right. So. Yeah, you don't have to go it alone. I know a lot, of, a lot of folks out there will do a lot of self-management, but it's always good to sit down and uh, use a, an advisor as a sounding board and, and sit with one of us. And, and, and Chris is right, by the way. Uh, uh, we do have some really cool software here. Uh, the social security software is cutting edge. It's really neat. Um, it, it is tailored to the person. It's not general at all. It's very custom. And then just the regular uh, retirement planning analytical tools we have are really cool. So it's really worth uh, meeting with one of us and or uh, your financial advisor and, uh, and having them walk you through the process.
Yeah. So again, thanks, Chris, for joining us. Uh, find, find us on uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, and uh, wherever, Island, yeah, or wherever you or, can. Or wherever. Just Google <laughs> us. And, uh, all right. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Just a quick disclosure, all speakers on this podcast are financial advisors with Infinex Investments. Investment and insurance products and services are offered through Infinex Investments, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Ion Investments is a trade name of Ion Bank. Infinex and the bank are not affiliated. Products and services made available through Infinex are not insured by the FDIC or any other agency of the United States and are not deposits or obligations of nor guaranteed or insured by any bank or bank affiliate. These products are subject to investment risk, including the possible loss of value. All guarantees are by the issuing insurance company and are subject to the claims paying ability of the insurance company. The investment performance of variable annuity subaccounts is not guaranteed.